Stay in the know with Radio 2000 Podcast. She's on the line. She is absolutely beautiful and talented. Simi is on the line. Hey, Simi. Hello, hello. How, How are you? I am dark and lovely. Meanwhile, you, you are a yellow bone on your side. One of, the, <laughs> one of the questions, Simi, that I wanted to ask you, by the way, welcome to Better Together. And thank you so much for making time for us. And I know you're a busy girl, but uh, first things first, why are you Mutleso? <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, I guess it's a compliment. Thank you. Um, well, shout out to my mom and dad. <laughs> no, you are absolutely stunning. For those that are listening, while we're hanging out with awarding, award-winning South African singer and songwriter, her full name is Simpiwe Shangulela, by better known by her stage name, Simi. I did ask her why she's so beautiful. She said, shout out to my mom and dad. Uh, how have you been keeping up? And I know that the pandemic has not been easy for the music industry. Yeah. Um, our life's been crazy, you know, uh, quite depressing because literally from, it's been like close to two years with mm. everything just put on hold, uh, without us even having a warning whatsoever. Uh, but you know, I've been, I had time to, uh, to be in studio. I completed my second album, uh, which came out in November and our light hasn't been that quiet, you know, had some virtual concerts. Nice. Um, and yeah, I'm doing more music. That's really that's really what keeps me busy. So uh, whenever I can be in studio, I just go there. Uh, you know, to tell all my stories and events about whatever I'm depressed about. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, also it, it, it was positive. It's been positive, but also on the negative side, uh, we're not really making that much money as we would if the country you know, was not put on hold or whatever. So, yeah, it's been both good and bad. Yeah. Some might think that yours is an overnight success, but it actually isn't. Tell us about your journey to the music industry. It's insane uh, because I I auditioned for um, Idol in 2016 and also uh, South Africa's Got Talent. Uh, I didn't make it through, but before that, I had actually met a musician through his younger brother, Osandile, um, while I was in university. Uh, it was like 2014, I was in my second year, and Sanaa was working with Dubusi at Demo Music at the time. Mm. And he was like, hey, his brother was like, hey, I know this girl who can sing. I sang for Sanaa, and he liked it. So, um, yeah, but from there, I was like, you know what, can I finish my degree? And uh, immediately afterwards, I'll contact you guys. And I did just that. Um, I moved to Johannesburg in 2016. Um, got a nine to five job, so I was literally just juggling everything together because I didn't even know if I could be a, song- a singer and a songwriter. So I was literally in studio. Which so now it's like a university of music, you know. You yeah. learn uh, how to write music, how to sing properly um, in studio. So yeah, I literally from there just became a recording artist all of a sudden. Um, it was hard work, but yeah. Simi, <laughs> if or. If all of this didn't happen, if the music industry um, did not become successful for you as it is, what would you be doing? Because you said you studied and you were doing a nine to five. Who would Simi be without um, music? What would you be your nine to five? Bo- Bozo Yanzani. Uh, being able to recruitment, I uh, was a recruitment researcher at the time. Um, so I think I'd be a consultant. Uh-huh. A very good one, actually, because <laughs> when I left, I feel like, you know, I was now being given an option and I had to choose and make a really, um, you know, important decision because now I had all the clients, all the important clients that I needed. 
but I had to decide, okay, okay, some tulo or keta, this job that is going to give you a salary per month. And I had to quit my job in 2018 and I did music full time. So, yeah, I'd be a, a recruitment consultant. So either way, you'd be successful. Yeah, I was I was killing it. <laughs> I love the confidence. I love the confidence. Let's talk about your latest offering, Together Fairy, Made of Stars. Take us through the making of that and how it's doing. Uh, Together Fairy Made of Stars is actually a continuation from the first album, It's Together Fairy. Uh, but now, you know, it's more bravest to me. You know, even the approach, I've learned more in terms of my songwriting, like how I do vocal stuff like how I record my voice and whatnot. Um, so, yeah, it's really just a continuation. And the reason why it had to be Itukela Fairy still was because there were some songs that were left behind from the first album. And we we're like, no, um, these songs still make sense as Itukela Fairy. So they're still part of that journey. And yeah, so from there, we just uh, created more songs and we had 12 songs and it was an album. Um, so, yeah, that's how the album came about. Now, Together Fairy is in KZN, right? Your birthplace. Yeah. Why did yeah. you decide to name your album? Uh, why did you decide that name? Yeah. Um, well, as you know, it's Together Fairy, it's the fairy is spelled F-E-R-O-Y. Mm. Um, so, in a way, what we just wanted to do was uh, introduce who Simi is. Um, you know, in Tombiale, skipping it to fairy, you know, and my love for fairy tales. Yeah. So I was like, in a way, I was just like the fairy, yes, skipping, who was telling all the stories from back home um, or whoever story that I've experienced or have heard along the way, including my stories as well. Mm. So that's really how the title of the album came about. Yeah. You recently gave your thoughts on the Phoenix Massacre. How important yeah. is it as celebrities to voice your opinion on what's happening in the country, whether it's politics, whether it is societal issues? How, is Im- how important is it for celebrities to speak out? It is It is so important, you know, I'll just say this because it's, it's so tough for um, as celebrities, that's why they say you are damned if yep. you are also damned if yep. you don't. So um, that's why on the first few lines of my tweet, I was like, I've been quiet about it because I don't even want to act like I understand or I know how the people who lost their loved ones feel. But at the same time, you know, as someone who is influential, if I keep quiet and not say anything, it's going to be like, I, I don't care. So I think it's just important to whether people are going to be angry about it or not angry about it. But as uh, like people who are influential, we just have to say something about it, you know, if we realize that, okay, nothing is being done about this. Uh, because the fact is we inspire a lot of people and what we say does matter at the end of the day. Yeah. Tony Braxton once called Babyface her musical husband. Would you call Sanel your musical husband? Because when you guys come together, magic happens. Yeah. Uh, sucks. Okay. It actually does make sense. And I think <laughs> I would because most of the things that I've, I, I know uh, I learned from him in studio. As I was saying that I didn't even know that I was a recording artist or someone who could literally write a song, you know. Um, how I break down my songs now, that's what he taught me in a way. I used to write the longest story 
And he was like, no, make it easy. You know, the chorus must be simple in such a way that people are able to sing along. And also, don't be afraid to sample. Um, you know, the one person who actually made me confident in sampling was Usman, our musician. And we really worked a lot together. So we can literally just walk into studio. He'll play a sample and I literally know how to sing or what to say. So I think that would be true. That would make sense as well. <laughs> and we're going to play out uh, with your song, with your musical husband, Sanel, musician, uh, a song called <laughs> We Were Here. Uh, what was the yeah. inspiration behind the making of this song? It, it was such a, a beautiful moment because I was tired. Um, <laughs> I, I can't remember which song we had actually done. And I was like, you know what? I'm done now. I'm leaving. And he picked the sample. It sounded like coins and it just reminded me of my childhood. Uh, but mostly like songs that we used to sing at school when we used to like like a war cry. Yeah. Um, and then that's how the song came about. And it's really just um, a song that speaks of a person like me who maybe imagined that they'd be in a place where I am right now, but I never really actually thought it would happen. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, through hard work and me just, you know, believing um, I am here and I just want to make a mark in such a way that one day people will say, okay, Usini was definitely here. So, yeah, that's really what the song is about. You're on set right now. Care to tell us what's happening? What are you shooting? I'm actually shooting you here. <laughs> it's long overdue. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm, I'm finishing up the video and uh, excited about it. Uh, so just going to shoot it out and finish it and wait for the visuals. Uh, but I promise when we're done, uh, the visuals will be out as soon as possible. Fantastic. How can your fans, people who absolutely adore your work and adore you, get a hold of you, whether it's social media, website, the whole bit? Uh, Instagram, I am Simi Music Essay. Um, Facebook, I'm Simi. Uh, and Twitter, it's music essay as well. You're doing so, so well. Thank you so much for giving us your time. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Radio 2000 Podcast.